Are you missing six-man co-host Mike Myers? Well, you don't have to. Go to geekbrunchpodcast.com and explore all of Mike's podcast universe, including my favorite, Mike M's Weekly Reads, to stay up to date with Mike's personal reading list. you got Geek Brunch, a bi-weekly celebration of geek culture with Mike and Bill Bomer, where they dish about comics, movies, TVs, and even food sometimes. you got DC Noise, focusing on Mike's favorite publisher, DC, Collector's Corner, DC Everything Else, another favorite of mine, and Geek Brunch Retro. So feel free to go find Mike at geekbrunchpodcast.com. Our LCS is Cowabunga Comics, Lake Country, Wisconsin's best pop culture destination for new comics, back issues, gaming, retro video games, vinyl, and figures. Give them a call, 262-569-9999. Check them out online at cowabungacomics.com or follow them on Twitter at Incredicow. Um, they are our LCS and we utilize their deep discount mail order service to bring Walk, Wisconsin closer to us. They'll take care of you. Tell them Drew and Kyle sent you. Say hi to Eric and James from us. If you need an LCS, you can't go wrong with Cowabunga Comics. Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle Drew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 877 for comics originally releasing. What are we looking at, Drew? The 16th and 17th? Uh, we are on the yep, 16th and the 17th. But before Drew and I get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops this coming Tuesday, and Wednesday, Drew, you got anything else for me in the world of comic books? It's, I got a little true confession. Ooh. Do you remember how I told you that Gang War was stupid and I was going to say Yeah, oh, couldn't yeah. wait to, for it to be over. Move. Yeah. Just, just pretend it's well, not Well, you didn't. I, I got sucked in. There was a oversized overpriced spidey <laughs> book for some anniversary made up 925 or something like that mm-hmm. and, um, it had like all in the, in the back it had like all the different gang war titles yeah, we'd seen them we weren't impressed and uh and then there was like oh like a wedding with the that kicked off the gang war in this book and i was like really i really enjoyed the book it was really good I was like, oh, okay, maybe I'll, maybe I'll enjoy, maybe I should just dip my toe in. <laughs> and I've read about five or six now of the stupid crossovers and everything. So I've read some, I read First Strike, I read the uh, Daredevil, the Luke Cage, the Spider Woman, um, and of course the, the main Spider Man gang war and i'm like uh one eighth of the way through this event mm-hmm. and uh you know i um i i'm a liar i'm a, I'm a liar <laughs> so you, I, you've decided you're gonna see the way through you're in enough to be in i'm in enough i'm gonna i'm gonna read you know, i might not be 100 percent all in maybe i'll drop off some of them but mm-hmm. so far i'm i'm pretty much all in yeah <laughs> that's uh, cool I said I wasn't going to be. Mm-hmm. Sucked me in. It sucked me in. It's all gang related. Yep. <laughs> Forever. For like the next three months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but besides that, we've got... Uh, we've got... Like some previews catalog coming up. We've got our Hot 10, of course. So let's kick off with our Hot 10. Let's do that next. All right. Let's head over to our good friends at CBSI Comic Book Invest.com. Let's see the secondary market, see what's cracking on oh, there. Oh, you're going to be happy about this. I am. And at number one, good old Transformers number four, Andrea Milana and Annalisa Leone cover. We got about 20 sales so far. This is, of course, the one in 50 incentive. And who is that on the cover? That is Megatron, I believe. Oh, so we haven't seen him yet. Yeah, so looks like we got the main Decepticon, homie. So that's pretty cool. Um, 
That's why it's a secret spoiler. That's why it was a secret. The super secret spoiler yeah. cover. Many of us reading the title and anyone who has seen the cover to issue five could have guessed the spoiler cover. But regardless, these have regularly been a hit on the market in recent months. Everyone loves a secret, even if only for a little while. Prices have ridden up to about $75. So we haven't hit the the, uh, the comics for fun and profit double ratio, which yes. is kind of our barometer of success. That's but the still. low bar that you must yeah. exceed for it to be a success. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but still pretty rad. At rank two, we have Kid Venom Origins number one. 80 sales this week. Prices remain around the high of last week, about $40 for this copy. Some higher and some lower with a high sale of $50. Still might have some legs as the volumes have yet to slow down on this, even even though the price may have peaked. Now, is that the one per store? I don't know. I can't remember. We will circle back to that because I'm pretty sure that was the one that was. It looks a lot like Nightcrawler. Yeah, that was the one per store variant, if I remember correctly, which tends to do very well in the secondary market. 80 80 sales is definitely nothing to sneeze at. Now, rank three, we talked about this one quite a bit. Marvel Meow, number one. Not that many sales yet, but this particular Lion King homage has jumped up to over 20 bucks for the last few sales starting a cover price last week after it's released it jumped to ten dollars a copy and then spiking to 23 a couple days only a handful really available online at the moment but they're all looking to be between 20 and 30 dollars we always say a good homage will hit pretty quick and more good stuff for you and I, Drew. I mean, we, we have our fingers on the pulse at rank four. We have Star Wars 42, and we have a Bjorn Barons cover, the one in 25. Yes. Only about 10 sales so far this week on this one in 25 incentive. But prices quickly went from ratio to 40 to $50 over the past couple of days, meeting some of those early pre-sale prices. At rank five, Predator versus Wolverine. This is the one with all of heads the wolverine heads on the wall that we really liked oh yeah defying expectations this 21 and 25 variant rises again from last week where last week the averages of around 40 bucks it has now risen to between 50 and 60 over the last 10 or so sales another one in 25 here at rank six drew captain marvel number four not many sales yet for this one in 25 incentive but there aren't that many available online either. Not sure how many shops qualified for this variant, but the first couple of ratios quickly jumped to $44 at auction this week. With only a couple listed either at auction or around 50 bucks. This could be a tough one to find out there. Rank 7, Beneath the Trees, where nobody sees just the standard cover A. This series is going strong, and its sales continue on number 1 and number 2 cover A's. But it finally looks like more people are now looking for the 1 in 25 Virgin cover. There are only about five sales this week on that Virgin cover, but prices are climbing back from $100 towards $150. These 1 in 25s were close to the same price as the cover A's only a few weeks ago, but now are sought after. Huh. So it's just a really cool cover A only in Virgin is the 1 in 25. So that would mean people would have had to have jumped in yeah. to 25 right off the boat for Beneath the Trees. There shouldn't be I don't look for there to be too many of those. So. No. At rank yeah. 8, Daredevil 11. Recent rumors have brought back the idea that Mew will be a villain in the upcoming Daredevil series on Disney+. Plus. As a result, we've seen another dozen or more sales this week. There are two covers on this issue, but cover A seems to be the favorite, and these have also sold in lots with issue 14, which is the first cover appearance of that character. Rolls are back selling. Go ahead. I don't know who Muse is. Do you know who Muse is? Not off the top of my head. Nope, me neither. Rawls are back to selling between 20 and 40, and CGC 9.8s are hitting highs of 150 to 160 this week. At rank 9, we have Wolverine 36. This is, of course, the Helverine cover. 
raw cover A's at still about thirty to forty dollars, but a CGC nine point eight hits a high of one hundred and eighty bucks this week with thirty sales. So that is moving pretty good. Muse is a uh, mysterious, deranged artist whose gruesome work of art was discovered after he anonymously sent the vigilante blind spot the address of a warehouse. He's a sociopathic serial killer and a minor antagonist from Marvel Comics, being an antagonist to Daredevil and Blindspot. He is mysterious and deeply something. Okay. Mysterious. Mysterious. That's how I like my guys. All right, Drew, this is where you and I will get into a bit of a, uh, 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 a uh, rabbit hole. All right, Ted. They're talking about Incredible Hulk 180, which is, in all reality, the first appearance. Not a ton of volume, but we did notice we are seeing some spikes in prices over the last week. Most notice, noticeably, SCGC 8.5 selling for 1750 where on January 11th it was just 1575 A few days ago on January, before that, on January 7th, it was only about 1300 bucks. So, continuing to go up. Additional grades are also seeing some rise, as a 4.5 is going for $450 in December. To 525 just last week, to 575 just this week. Are folks hmm. finally coming on board with this being Wolverine's actual first appearance? I mean, are we going to go back to this again? I mean, <laughs> it's a cameo, right? It's a cameo. It's, no, I, I mean, I think he's legitimately. This is his I, legitimate first appearance. I mean, I don't think I don't. I think it's just on one <laughs> one one page, right? <laughs> is one know. page a first appearance? Why wouldn't it be? Like legit, you believe the one like one page, no no dialogue, is a first appearance over a first full appearance. Correct. Okay. Okay. That would make so, things so much simpler. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we argue over, I guess. <laughs> Shocker. All right, some noticeable sales. Excuse me to talk about. We have an old Deadpool number two. This is a fun comic that rarely comes up as a one in 100 incentive. This is one of the toughest Marvel hip hop covers to find and one of the more valuable ones. A best offer was accepted this week at $500, which was pretty close to a CGC 9.6 sale from a month ago. Who can say no to a vanilla ice Deadpool homage? Uh, Okay. Took me a while. I didn't get it. And the other one, Wonder Woman number 13, an oldie but a goodie. Nice jump in price, and it's a David Crippen, which is an interesting comic pedigree. This Golden Age collection was second in size only to the Edgar Church Mile High accumulation. This CGC 7.5 sold for $1,680, which is the all-time high in this grade and quite a jump from the last sale of only 925 back in 2017. Plus, it has a Harry Peter cover. Hmm. Interesting. Harry. I wonder what this Golden Age collection looks like. I wonder where it's at. Is it on um, Heritage Auctions or something? I'm going to have to look that up. Go to check her out. That's kind of cool. All right. Well, now we we've hit DC and Image and Marvel, so let's slide on over to the old school previews catalog. Mm-hmm. Take a look at some Boom, some IDW, and a little bit of uh, the free comic book day books. Yeah, and let's see what, our what's coming comic. out. Yeah, of course, Free Comic Book Day is going to be May the 4th, so Star Wars Day and Free Comic Book Day on the same day, so we'll see what that is. Oh, cool. should be the perfect day to go to your local comic book shops. It should only happen day. once every seven years, right? <laughs> Probably. But it is a leap year, too, so maybe that's just on a Saturday. And <laughs> uh, you want to just start going through some of them and pull out any that jump out for us, or just want to mention each and every title? Um, I think just the ones that you're interested in. I mean, I don't know if, if you're going to be talking about Unicorn Crush. No, but like for Moom Studios, we have the Worlds of James Tenney and the Fourth Free Comic Book Day Edition 2024 with a cover that we're not even allowed to see yet. So that's pretty cool. So it'll have like something is killing the children, the woods, mm-hmm. mimetic, 
I don't know what else they jam in there. They don't think they have any other stuff. Yeah. Dynamite's doing a Johnny Quest. That'll be that'll be fun. Also, no yeah. no cover yet. Pending licensor approval, so we have mm-hmm. not seen the new the new faces. Perhaps. Image has given us the Energon Universe special. Yeah. Uh, that'll be very popular. Absolutely. And IDW has a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for Comic Book Day. That'll be cool. No, uh, no gang war for uh, Marvel, unfortunately, for free. Blood Hunt. Blood, Blood Hunt. Hunt is the new bull crap of uh, Image. <laughs> well, I, this one I promise I won't. I won't read. <laughs> promise. Swear on Bible. Ultimate Universe Spider-Man number one. So Marvel having a couple books out for a free comic book day. Viz throwing out a Pokemon book that'll be pretty popular. That'll be popular, yeah. Yeah, some of so, our silver age, or I'm sorry, know, silver sponsor. What is the difference between gold and silver sponsors? Do we know? Uh, I mean, usually with the gold, it's some of the bigger of the publishers, and I don't really know. Do they pay more? <laughs> I would imagine so. I wonder. Uh, Blaze is giving us Cannibal. Gannibal, I'm sorry. Gannibal, yeah. With a G. Uh, the Valiants come from Alien Books. What is that? Is that the name of the pub- the publisher's Alien mm-hmm. Books? Correct. It's called the Valiants. It's not a it's not a Valiant book. Correct. Called that Alien. Is, that is obnoxious. Jeez Louise. <laughs> so confusing. American Mythology giving us Cursed Verse, the Blighted Dawn edition. We get a Snoopy book, The Beagle Scout Adventures. Yes. Like that. Cool. Uh, the Cursed Library Prelude from Archie. That could be fun. The crossover we didn't know we cared about from Dark Horse. Star Wars Cross Plants vs. Zombies. Yeah. The origin of the Zombas. Dynamite's given us the Maleficent book. Yeah, I don't know about that. Kodansha. That's the manga, right? Uh, yes, looks manga-ish. Mad Cave doesn't even bother mocking up a... <laughs> They're not even going to mock up a, a cover for us. They're just going to say, we're going to give you Catchaman Zero. and Oh, it's okay. That's them on the other side. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. They did mock. Okay. Sorry about that, Mad Cave. Marvel Voices and a simple Star Wars number one. More Marvel offerings. Marvel has gold and silver offerings. Yeah. Far Cry from Tokyo Pop. So is DC excluded from Free Comic Book Day now because they're not with affiliated with um, Diamond? I think uh, they are. Unaware. There's, there's no in this, the previews. So there's no image there. either. So yeah. they have to do their own thing, I guess. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, another Viz Media exclusive One Piece. So, capitalizing on the One Piece hype for that. Oh, look at the look at the T-shirt for Free Comic Book Day this year. It's a Terry Moore. That's cool. A Strangers in Paradise T-shirt for Free Comic Book Day. Oh, I might have to pull the trigger on that. Mm-hmm. Nice. And something close to my heart from Udon Entertainment. We have Street Fighter versus Final Fight for their free comic book day. Oh, very cool. Uh, very well. cool. Lanyards and hats and book bags and beads. Slap bracelets. Bring them back, y'all. Interesting. Gambit Funko Pops. All right. Let's get through all the rest of that junk and get to Boom. From Boom Studios, I Heart Skull Crusher number one from Josie Campbell. Uh, illustrated by Alessio Zuno. $5.32 page. Post-apocalyptic mayhem from screenwriter and breakout DC star Josie Campbell. And this has nothing to do with the... Wasn't there a Skull Crusher from an image? Was that Skull Crushers? Uh, yeah, I, I, I believe this is the first I've heard of this. Yeah, okay. 
18-year-old trainee will do anything to compete in her favorite sport, screaming painball alongside her longtime hero, Skull Crusher. But she can't do it alone, and a gaggle of misfits is just what she needs to cross the American wastes and battle in Queen's Mob's deadly tournament. You said Trini. T-R-I-N-I. Because I heard Tranny. Tranny. (laughs) And I was like, oh, we can do that. Holy crap, that is a... Really good Rico variant R1C0, who I am calling Rico. Okay. That's his cover? Their cover, yes. Very nice. And from your good friend, Porn Sack Pinochet, oh, man's best number one of a five issue series. Sea of Stars meets We Only Find Them When They're Dead in this epic adventure from two of comics' brightest stars. Well, yeah, I mean, I loved Good Asian. I thought that was really, really strong. So I want to I see what his next creator-owned thing is. Mm-hmm. Jesse Lonergan, what, do I know him from something? Uh, uh, Hedra, Miss Theresedale, do and not. The Fall of Hyperbole. I do not. But yeah, it looks, looks pretty nice. Interesting covers. Animals are anthropom- anthropomorphic animals are back at it. And we're giving Trish Forstner. Didn't she do some stray dogs stuff? Sounds about right. She's doing a cover. It makes sense. OG and soft copper with nomads. Not really. Yeah. Some great interior art on this what was the book called again let me go back up i forgot already nomads it's an ogn man's man's best number one of five that's got a lot of great interior art in here very nice oh yeah though yeah another dune book drew just ahead of dune part two's release the final prequel in the house trilogy arrives in comic shops yeah did you watch the Dune? I did not. I've not been able to find three free hours. Yeah, I I watched um like the first thirty minutes and mm, got distracted. Never went back. <laughs> From your boy Steve Scrooge and Keanu Reeves, we have more Berserker poetry of madness, pen and ink number one. So mm-hmm. I assume we just kind of have a, a a scratch and look around version of the making of Berserk. Yeah, it's very detailed. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't I don't care about berserker house of slaughter 21 there's a lot of covers for just a 21 number 21 but this is the beginning of the butcher war a lot of morphins three or four five six different books jesus (laughs) it's morphin time Sirens of the City is uh, collected as a trade. That would be nice. Ooh, yeah, Prisons, Alice, Never After. Yeah. There's Pine and Mary Mac, a former C4FAP pick of the week. Maybe. Jason Aaron's Once Upon a Time at the End of the World, number 13, and it is of a 15-issue series. Oh, we've got an end. Okay. So it is, I don't want to say winding down, but it's heading that way. Lots more trades. Zawa and the Belly of the Beast, which I've missed out on completely. Not my style. And that's it until Dynamite. I think I said IDW earlier. It's not because <laughs> they left. They left um, previews as well. Who can keep track? Yeah. But uh, the good folks at Dynamite are giving us Thundercats, Kyle. Yeah, and that is a gorgeous uh, cover. Were you too young for Thundercats? Nope, I remember Thundercats. Were you too young for He-Man? 
Um, these are all things that like I had the toys, but never really watched the show. Didn't watch the show. I thought I thought they might have predated you a little bit. Yeah, a little early. These are they're really these are really good covers. Yeah, that's what I'm. These Thundercat covers are great. Uh, we got a Jai Lee cover, a couple Jai Lee covers. What a fantastic action figure cover! That's just fantastic. Which one's the Jai Lee? I don't know, but I know he's doing one. There it is, Jai Lee and yeah, it's disappointing kind of Jai Lee. Yeah. Don't love it. I think that might be the, the probably the best that Dynamite has that piques our interest, but we'll mm. we'll take a look anyway. <laughs> we see that there's Lilo and Stitch. Yes. <laughs> we see the Gargoyles quest is still going. There's some Disney stuff. Yada yada. Cruella Deville. Vampirella. Darkwing Duck. Maleficent. We, we don't expect a lot from Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> so I was well, pleasantly surprised. That, yeah, I was gonna say. At least I was. I stopped. I was able to look at something. Yeah. I am reading Red Sonia, but it's just okay. Betty Page books, Deja Thoris books, Elvira books. Yeah, I think that's it, bro. That's it for us. Yeah. And we just wanted to touch on a few things coming around, so yeah, we've done our part. Yeah, once the once you get out of the big three, it's uh, eh, it's not not as not as like it used to be. No, it's not. <laughs> All right, Drew, we've looked at the future. Now let's head back and let's check once again at the secondary market. Let's head on over to our good friends at Cover Price and look at their top ten. I will look at their top ten and then I will kick to you for the dregs. At rank the 10. Tricks. Yes. We're talking Godzilla still. Godzilla Volume 1, number one. Godzilla's ret- returning to the big screen. We've had all kinds of Godzilla stuff, winning even uh, a few best international films at the 2023 Georgia Film Critics Award. So, you know, Godzilla is doing his best to come back. Um, back on the map in the first series for the U.S. market has been taking off. We are now tracking 31 copies of this comic. CGC 9.8 is going for $541 at the high and very fine settling around 58 bucks. At rank 9, we have Daredevil Volume 2, number 9. This is, of course, Echo. And uh, we're anticipating all that from Disney+. Plus. 28 copies on the secondary market. CGC 9.8 hitting a high of 250 and near mints on the market going for 75 bucks. We still have Taylor Swift, Swift anticipation with Dazzler at number one, still continuing to sell well on the secondary market. 22 copies sold. $235 for CGC 9.8. Near Mint settling at $27. Uncanny X-Men Volume 1, number 221. This is, of course, cycling around X-Men 97. While you may think it's simply a revival of the animated series, it is actually also the Mutants' first official project with the MCU, Drew, so don't sleep on that. Originally, the rumor was that Disney Plus would release the series in January. However, Marvel announced a prequel comic set to debut in March, which led many to believe that the series would debut after this comic. This delay hasn't stopped the hype for fans gearing up for the return of the X-Men, still tracking 26 copies of this book. High sale of $305 for CDC 9.8 and very fine, settling $240. We talked earlier about this, this Predator versus Wolverine number four, one and 25 with the heads on the wall. Just a great cover. This cover depicts a Predator standing before a wall of melted Wolverine heads from different eras. This intriguing cover makes readers question just how this matchup between these two lethal hunters is ever going to end. Tracking 17 copies with a high sale of 53 bucks for a raw um, fair market value. You can get it for 48 bucks, but we did see a high of 53. Beneath the trees where nobody sees cover A number one, 43 copies on the secondary market, high sale of $71 for a raw copy, and currently near mints 
track it at $64. Marvel Superheroes Secret Wars Volume 8. This is that black suit Spider-Man that everybody loves. Uh, this was a series that received a little attention until its actual debut in comic shops. Now on issue number four, it continues to turn heads. Joshua Cassara illustrates it. Wait, this is the wrong. Uh, Which one? Never mind. I was reading the synopsis on Secret Wars 8, but it's actually talking about Wolverine. So something screwed up in there. But yeah. Just know if you see that black suit, Secret War Spider-Man, that is a hot book as well. Spawn number one, always on the list. Seems like perpetually on there. 42 more copies, Drew. I think we're going to end up selling each and every one of those million copies at least two or three times when this is all said and done. <laughs> I think so. CGC 9.8, uh, achieving a high sale of $180. Uh, $34 is your near mint settle price. All right, Drew, this is the Female Force Taylor Swift number one that was limited to 100 that was sold online. Um, it's still being sold. Those same 100 are being sold quite a bit. This book yeah. released several variants, some selling as high as $200. This particular copy pays homage to Dazzler. Uh, so far, we've tracked 101 copies sold, so it seems like every sold, every copy has been sold at least more than once. Uh, with a high sale of $64, Dear uh, Mints, 24 bucks settling in. And, of course, rank one, the one per store, Kid Venom Origins, number one, 118 copies sold on the secondary market. $44 was your high. 39 is Dear Mints, so you ain't getting it for less than, you know, at least almost 40 bucks if you really want a copy. Yeah. I was looking at that Beneath the Trees, still tracking, and... Issue three doesn't come out until February seventh, and then issue four not until what's that March, the end of March. So it's almost like a like month a six and or a half seven weeks. I go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I wish I hadn't read those first two, so I could have saved them. <laughs> Can't wait now. Yeah. I rank eleven. We have Marvel Meow. Kyle was intrigued by this for some reason. Sixteen copies sold. I sell twenty three bucks for a raw. Looks like I wasn't the only one intrigued. <laughs> People like that stuff, them kitties. Death of the Venomverse, number two. Uh, the Vecchio comes in at number 12. Uh, this is still more Venom Boy. Boy, boy Venom. Uh, you can't seven. just call somebody Venom Boy. <laughs> I think his name is Venom Boy. Is it Venom Boy? Yeah, it is it's Venom, Venom Boy. Okay. Yeah. 17 <laughs> copies. With a high sale of eighty-five bucks for a CGC nine eight, and current rolls around five. Uh, Shazam number seven, the Nakayama one in twenty-five comes in at rank thirteen. Fourteen copies sold. High sale fifty bucks for a raw. Birds of Prey number five, the Nathan Jerdy one in twenty-five. Um, this is a heavily tattooed Harley Quinn on the cover. And a little too much, a little too much. She's actually the tattoo artist, and it looks like it's just, I don't know. Yeah, 13 oh. copies sold, high sale 53 bucks for a raw. At uh, rank 15, we have Fall of the House of X, number one, the Art Germ Magic Virgin, one in 50. Um, of course, we knew this was going to sell well, uh, but it was a no brainer. High sale of 108 for a raw copy. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man 2099, Volume 1, Number 1. Not the first appearance, <laughs> but they pretend it is. It's 16 copies sold. I <laughs> sell 104 for a CGC 9.8. Raw's around 16 bucks. And at rank 17, we have a Mega Man Number 3. And... That's not Lobo, the, is that the first Lobo? Is that Lobo. the first Lobo? Is it three? Okay. Track 24 more copies of the first Lobo appearance. High sale of $379 for a CGC 9.8. Current Raws around 74 At rank 18, we have Daredevil 11, the Ron Garney regular variant. Um, this is more Muse. 
and uh, 12 copies sold. High sale of 160 for a CGC 9.8. Uh, Raw is around 43 bucks. At rank 19, we have Batman 609. Who is this? Hush. Mm-hmm. Uh, 18 copies of this one. High sale of 235 for a CGC 9.8. Raw is around 45 bucks. And rounding out the top 20, we have Kid Venom Origins, the Torin Clark 1 in 25. Uh, 18 copies of this move, 35 bucks for a raw. Not too shabby. And don't do it for Drew for a 1 in 25. That ain't moving <laughs> his needle. Yeah. It's above, right? <laughs> that's it's that's right. That's right. It, I guess, but I guess it's not quite it's not quite double, but that would be close probably. <laughs> Kind of close. All right, Drew, let's get to the reason everybody is here. Let's head on over to Lunar Distributions, look at our new releases for the 16th, and see what is coming out in your local comic book shops. And the first thing that catches my eye is Catwoman 61 and that beautiful David Nakayama cover. Hey. Yeah, that's very nice. And then uh, Batman Superman World's Finest 23, the cover C. Jason Sean Alexander has somebody punching through the Joker, but I've seen that before. Do you remember last week when I said um, we could dump Distemper as our pick mm-hmm. because nobody at Blood Moon. <laughs> Comics was listening to, to our show. Um, turned out that uh, the writer of Distemper listened to the show and um, took slight offense. I think a good-natured offense at my jab, saying he'd probably only sell 550 copies. <laughs> and, he said, uh, challenge accepted, sir. Challenge accepted. And in fact, he said he'd be happy with 500 copies. So, um Thanks for the low low bar for him. But so, hey, uh, could, we, we hope this temper does really well. That's why we picked it. That's why we picked it. So hats off to you, Tony Bushell. Bushnell, me, Bushell. Uh, I'm, I'm personally going to reach out and try to get a copy so we can we can push that to that 500 and prove you wrong. 551. You'll 551. be 551. <laughs> right. Put him over the edge. All right, Drew. I'm a big Nightwing guy, correct? Did you already talk about Rochdale Lynn's Catwoman 61? I did not. Or the Annie Huck Lee Catwoman? They're not bad. They're, they're, they're... Rochdale Lynn is weird. It's like trying too hard to be anime. In, in... I don't know, man. I think I, I, things are off. Things are off. I kind of like it. I kind of like it. And of course, the Annie Huck Lee is. Oh, yeah. Uh, he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. And I really like the Jorge Fornes. Yeah, big old group of cats. That's really good. So lots of cool covers in the Catwoman realm to choose from. Can't go wrong. The, the Nakayama's not too shabby, and it's the weakest of the group. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got uh, a new... Constantine Hellblazer. This is Dead in America. Number one, we've got an Aaron Campbell variant. We've got I like a that cover, eh? Jock variant. We have a Sean Phillips variant, which looks just like an Ed Brubaker Phillips yeah. book. That's, watercolor paint. Good. That's pretty awesome. Let me look at, look at this jock. Dang. Oh, it's going to be one of these. Those are awesome. Which one do I get? That is the question. Justice League versus Godzilla versus Kong on its fourth issue. And now I want to talk a little bit about Nightwing. You know me. I'm a big Nightwing yes. guy, right? Yes. And I've had difficulties with a lot of the Nightwing covers. A lot of things. Yeah. Now, Bruno Redondo doing cover A. So we have a meme spoof on the cover. Oh, my goodness. I get it. And that's that's kitschy and fun, but yeah. For the cover A? For the cover A, yeah. I don't think you do those kind of things for the A. Those are the B's and the C's, but the cover those A. Those are B's and the C's. You keep it yeah. serious. You right? keep you keep it on point for the A. So I'm I'm uh, I'm quite disappointed. 
And why are we not seeing the um, cover D? Why do we see uh-huh. the E and the C, but not the D? You're not seeing the D. Nope. Dan Mora doing a green-hued Nightwing on the cover of his cover. That's an interesting choice. Why is mm-hmm. that? That I'm must mean sure. something. Yeah. And then Inhyuk Lee doing just a dead shot on the cover? Yeah. Uh, that is the Suicide, Suicide Squad Kills Arkham Asylum Deadshot cardstock for So that's the video game crossover. Yeah. Dumb. Yeah. And then, and then they're just doing like selfies on the and writing on Damien. Yep. That's great. Okay. I mean, I like them. I like them. Yeah. Again, I like them. I just think you got to make a better. That's not how your A's are supposed to go. That's not how you're aged. Yeah. Don't go kitschy on your A. Superman 10. Boy, that Libra Mayho cover B is awesome. I mean, is that a, that's a locomotive, man. Mm-hmm. And Damsel in Distress. Mm-hmm. This is a cover that for, will be sought after for years to come. Yeah. Right? That's a great one. Uh, great one. Uh I, I don't know. I've I've picked so many Bermejo covers that haven't panned out, but I might have to pick another one. Have you picked uh, Bjorn Barons, like as in Titans, number seven, the Suicide Squad kills Arkham Asylum King Shark <laughs> cardstock variant? No, but that's pretty awesome. So we got our boy Bjorn Barons. We have King Shark. And oh, by the way, he's holding two machetes. Uh, that's just, that's great. That's a great yeah. cover. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You really can't go wrong with mm-hmm. any of those. Those are all pretty strong. Leslie LaRoe Lee going crazy with the Wonder Woman 5 cover B cardstock variant. All the otaku stuff coming out for that. It's adorable. It is. Okay. Slide on down. The items for the 17th. From was it really only four booms? Yeah. One of them's a beanie. Yeah. A couple we're of not going. Print. We're not going there yet, Drew. We're no. still at Lunar Distributions. We're just going from the 16th to the 17th. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Why don't mm-hmm. I can't remember that? Yeah, because I want to talk about Cobra Commander number one. And okay. there's multiple reasons. Of course, Cobra Commander, dope character, very cool, and. Also, his cover B is a David Aha cover. Yes, a different type of David Aha. Not not the David Aha I'm obsessed with, but still a David Aha. It's the same guy, right? Yes, but it's not like the the line work and the shape craft that I know. Now, I read Duke yesterday or today, and um, I did not watch G.I. Joe. Mm -hmm. Nor did I. And I don't think I had many G.I. Joes as a kid. So I was not familiar with much of any kind of G.I. Joe lore. I don't think I read any mm-hmm. comics or anything. So um, I picked up Duke and I found it lovely. It was Ooh, wonderful. I, I, I was very accessible. I didn't feel, I mean, I didn't feel like I needed to know anything. I didn't feel like there was anything I was missing. It was really, really a strong book, and it had a Cobra Commander uh, prequel in the back, a few pages, mm-hmm. which looked just as interesting. So we'll see uh, if it's as as accessible as Duke was. But Duke Very was cool. really good. It's like early Duke before he's part of GI Joe. So very cool. I can I can highly recommend Duke. Rogues number one from a scout. Enfield gang massacre ending with. A couple of covers of Jacob Phillips and a Trad Moore. Drew, talk me through this, okay? I'm looking at Rogues number one from Scout, correct? Okay. And it is telling us it is a one of 24. At what point do you not need to tell an end and just keep it as an ongoing and cap it? That's a two-year ongoing comic. Correct. That is not a that is not a series, mini series, maxi series. Yeah. That's that's an ongoing. Yeah, so by one, like you're saying, hey, buddy, we're in this for a while. Come jump on board. But at the second, you're just like, 
it does end. <laughs> yeah, I I think that's a <clears throat> terrible move. Just yeah, launch it. Just launch it. Uh, the cover B for that. If it's a, very cool. I mean, unless Scout, well, Scout Europe. So maybe this is already in the canon, just being ported. So uh, maybe it's being translated over. Is that possible? Yeah. Von Bach, number one. That's another Scout book. Owen Hammer doing the writing on that. Looks like um like a monster book almost. Mm-hmm. Now I'm heading over to Previews World. Yeah, like you were saying, not much from Boom. Not much at all. Mm-mm. Really, really empty. Alien gives us their third. We've got another gang war for Amazing Spider-Man 42. <laughs> Shocker. Avengers Twilight, its first issue. Here we get our jackpot number one. Of course, jackpot is Mary Jane Watson. It's her first solo super story since her debut in ASM 31. Yeah, I got to read some of her stuff while I was leading up to that gang war, and um, yeah, it's a it's cool, very cool, Fantastic Four number sixteen. Guarantee that's going to be top of the stack read for me, and it'll probably be great. They all have been. <laughs> Jackpot is also a gang war tie-in. Doesn't look like the same costume she had on. So we've got Miguel O'Hara Spider-Man twenty ninety nine number three, and then when we jump to the Mark Bagley homage variant, that is. Okay, there's some, there's a, a wolf on it, but I was like, that is not really an homage. We are literally doing the exact same cover, but yeah, uh, there's a wolf on the bottom. Marvel's still trying to make us care about Miracle Man. <laughs> Sorry, Marvel. In fact, similarly for Secret Wars 1, some random Star Wars book, including High Republic 3. Again, nothing from Dynamite. Borealis. It's, that's a dark horse. Um, I'm guessing this. Is, so I, I, it's called Borealis, and I can see the Aurora Borealis in the top. Yeah. There, so that's yeah. cool. I think I know some of the hooks there. Well, I glanced over that colonized one shot, and I'm like, that looks like Francovia. It was. You can kind of see him a mile away. <laughs> colonized. Very cool. I can't believe Koptara. Elon <laughs> Chip Zdarsky brought that back. That's crazy. <laughs> We talked a little bit uh, about Rebel Moon not too long ago. We have a random $14 foil cover for the same number one pop-up here. (laughs) That is extravagant. Yeah. Our Bones Dust. I read that first issue. And um, very Fury Road-esque. Oh, okay. So, like, that sort of post-apocalyptic. Like, there's no water. All the trees are gone. There's nothing to burn. You know, they're just scrapping stuff together and very violent. Mm, all right, Drew. I'm not finding too much else as we can. Walking Dead 81 getting three covers. They are really nice. Santa Luciano cover C on that. All right, Drew. This is the point of the podcast where I ask for your pick of the week. What is the one book to head into your local comic book shop to pick up and say, boy, howdy, we got to have this? I, golly, I love a lot of these. Mm-hmm. I'm over I in think- Lunar for everything. I think I'm going to go with the Lieber Mayho Superman 10 uh, damsel in distress on the tracks in front of the steaming locomotive. It's just like mm-hmm. the coolest thing I've seen in a long time. So uh, I'm going to buy this for now and save it because it's, it's the, it, it'll be collected for a long time. I think. Mm-hmm. And I'm going with our boy Bjorn Barons with suicide squad kills Arkham Asylum King shark. On the Titans 7 cover F. That's a, that's a great cover, too. It's just too good. I want it on a T-shirt. I want it on a wall. It is really a great. beautiful book. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, Drew and I have dug through, and we've picked out our picks. of the, um, We appreciate you guys hanging out with us through the duration of this podcast. If you want to hang out with us a little bit more, hear a little bit more craziness from us, head on over to Patreon.com. Like comics for fun and profit. Throw a couple bucks our way. Um, enjoy some time, uh, maybe some ad-free content, some additional thing. I think Drew and I are going to do some reviews. We might be watching some Echo and some other things, and we like to give our thoughts uh, on Patreon first, so you'll be part of that first step. Uh, let us know and throw some cash away there. We, as always, appreciate it. So for Drew and for myself, so you. It's time once again for our winter giveaway. This giveaway is very simple to enter. Um, be a patron. 
So the easiest way to enter is go to patreon.com slash comicsfunprofit, become a patron at any level at our Patreon um, site, and you can do it that way. You can also enter by going to Threadless and buying some merch and tagging us in a photo of you in said merch. So if you like one of our T-shirts or hats or whatever, and you go to th- you go to comicsfunprofit.threadless.com and find uh, all our merch and like some of it, buy it, wear it. You can either tag us in social. Uh, with you wearing it or send us a photo of you wearing it and you're entered. So those are the two ways. Be a patron and buy merch. Um, and then you get entered in our, in our winter giveaway, which is fun swag giveaways of, um, photos and stickers and signed comics. Um, just like our fall giveaway was. And we had five lucky winners win stuff in our fall, fall giveaway. So we're hoping to um, have as many entrants this time that we can give away that many again. So be a patron, buy merch, enter the winter giveaway. Check out beacons.ai slash comics fun profit for all the C4 fap links you could ever need all in one place. You can provide feedback, listen, support, share, enjoy these. We have our Patreon there. You can buy us a beer or a coffee. You can check out our Instagrams, our Twitters, our Facebooks. Check out our YouTube page. You can email us. You can listen to our podcasts on Patreon, if you're a subscriber, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, on Podbean. We have Google Podcasts on there. We have an Amazon wish list. You want to buy Kyle and I something? Fine. You can do that here. We appreciate it. We have Kyle's RPG podcast listed on there, so you can check out his Dork Day Afternoon offerings. We have Cowabunga's links, so you can check out the Cowabunga Deep Discount FOC and Pre-Order list. Get on that. That's RLCS, so you can check that out as well. And we want to just give you opportunities to say hi, to check out what we're doing, support us if you would like, or just listen. Check out beacons.ai slash comics fun profit for all the c4 fap links you could ever need